Well, hello. Our guest today is an insanely talented artist who practices many different mediums, but with a strong focus in graffiti. You can see his work in a number of cities and in many locations of Portland. I think he'd agree with me that his life has been very challenging in a lot of ways, but he has managed to filter the bad and try to bring some goodness to the people he meets and through the art he creates. I had a great time talking with this guy. Here's my friend, the earwig. So how'd you get into art? Oh, my mother's an artist. Um, so, I mean, I guess you could say ever since I can remember, I've been drawing, but um, it was just is what it is. Like just regular drawing. It wasn't like uh, I wasn't practicing nothing. I had no ideas uh, about it of any kind. So eventually we were having like rough times as like a family and we would like split and go to like certain parks and stuff um, for a while. And eventually when we came across had like a graffiti piece in the back, like it was summer, you know what I mean? Like someone came and painted the back of the school, like while the school was shut down. And it was like the coolest thing I'd ever seen ever. Like, how, how old were you when you saw that? Uh, I was probably 10, 11. Um, and so when I saw it, you know, it was like the coolest colors. It was like this cool piece. Like there was letters. I didn't understand that yet, but it had like little spades coming off of it and like just cool shapes. Everything was like real soft and almost like I knew it wasn't airbrush because I'd already been trying to like look at the way certain things worked, like certain mediums. And uh, next thing you know, I just couldn't, I just wanted to keep going back and I just kept trying to draw it. And then it got painted over as it always does. Mm -hmm. It just got, and I was like, all right, well, it's just kept trying to reproduce it over and over and over eventually started to learn that it was graffiti and then i started seeing it random places here and there my favorite it was like my favorite guy at the time because it was the only person i seen his name was such um he was just like super clean it looked like airbrush art it was it was like i couldn't figure it out this was in california no this is in mesa arizona actually okay so the place where you don't really see much graffiti and there's not really any at this point there is some and there's people that are around that have been there for years but um it's not like here yeah you know or like in the bay area or anything like that um but yeah that just stuck with me and so through graffiti i learned art i learned color theory and all that stuff not from studying anything i didn't go to art school or um i mean i didn't really even make it past like seventh grade eighth grade you know i was just like fuck it i really don't give a shit about this and everything <laughs> was so bad at home you know i was just like this is uh you know, it's like make sure everyone's taken care of and shit. And I was a rowdy kid. I could cause trouble, you know. So it would be like I would make sure that my family was taken care of and I would just do whatever I wanted to do. And no one really had control of me. So it was like as long as I was smart, like I got less guff about it. So I just learned to be real smart at a certain point and um, started painting literally like around like 12, 13 and just from fucking shit up, you know, yeah. just like what you see around here. Because a lot of the stuff that you see around here, a lot of young kids, you know what I mean? They're just kids playing, you know, everyone thinks. You're talking about some of the graffiti here? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that because I want to talk about like the the level of quality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a fun topic. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so you were in California and then you moved to Mesa? No, I've like always, I was born and raised in Mesa. Okay. I lived in Tempe for a year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, we used to go there. There's a lot of fun times had there in that one area. I just, most of my friends lived over there. Like, uh -huh. It's a nice little spot. It's a good spot to move yeah. to. Yeah. I, I mean, know what it was like when you were there. How long ago was that? I was there in 2005. Mm, it, was, it was all right. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't too bad. I, I did not appreciate the heat. No, I love it. Yeah. I, I miss it now because- Yeah. Well, the sun. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> sun, you live here for 20 years. You're like, where is it, man? It is. It's, it's almost true. June. It hasn't been out since last summer. Yeah. I've been coming back and forth to here since I've been like, you know, 16, 17 to visit my brother. I lived in like a punk squat in Salem. So then I transferred from Salem to here. So, but yeah, basically Mesa, Tempe, Phoenix, but like we would run around all there and right do on. all kinds of stuff over there. Okay, so you started drawing based on the stuff you saw mm -hmm. uh, from Such, S-U-C-H? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. And then you started painting. And so th it's cool that you had an outlet because it sounds like things were a little, little rugged for a bit. And I did. I mean, skateboarding kind of, but yeah. graffiti and drawing mainly, you know, yeah. I mean, decided to like go and create ham on like partying and drugs, you know, like real young. It was yeah. like, um, 
kept me in line. Actually, yeah. it's kept me in line all the time because the more, the better I got, the more I didn't want to lose it. Okay. The more you got, you know, yeah. farther from reality, the more you lost it. Some people yeah. think that it makes you creative or do it. It didn't do that for me. It doesn't do either or. Yeah. I mean, I've done a lot of drugs too. And I think it can be good for some people, mm-hmm. I, but I know a lot of people who didn't quite get out of it. Yeah. And so that was. I don't regret it. it the experience. Yeah. I mean, it's who I am. I, yeah. It's taught me a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like um, if you're able to to kind of shut it off when you can, because if, if you don't, then you just get lost in it. But it, it did some things for me and has done some things for me. So I don't, I don't always shit on drugs. No, no, not at all. Like, yeah. It's not one to judge or anything like that. It's just I know through my, for myself, for my own person that I went through the ringer. I yeah. got lost, got lost in the sauce a couple of times, <laughs> <laughs> multiple things. <laughs> Lost my life multiple times. It was yeah. like, you know, in a sense. So it's like um, all those experiences, you know, just I don't want that in my life. And yeah. that wasn't a way to be happy. It wasn't a way to, to make things work for me, you know. But like I said, it showed me how to make it work. Yeah. You know, it's like I said, uh, at some point, at some point you have to like rely on your own, you know, how smart are you going to be? You know, what are you going to do? You know, some people just follow along with the the shit and that's it. You know, they don't know there's no different. Luckily, I've been exposed to so many different sides growing up that I knew there's so many things you could do. Almost like it's limitless. You just got to pick which one to be clear-headed enough for that. Yeah, you just got to go for it. Yep, pretty much. Just pick it and run. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I think, they get too worried that they're going to get judged. Yeah. And I, I mean, the classic thing where you're worried about failure, so you yeah. just don't even try. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's just like one of those things where you just like, you know— um, with the judging thing in the art, it's just like, uh, I'd rather them live in that than like me as a person. You know what I mean? I don't have anything really to hide at all. So it's just like, it's just like not wanting my character to be affiliated with those characters and like those things. Like I want those to be free in their imagination. Uh, Cause that was a big deal to me personally. Like when I saw some people, it's just like, oh man, not to be whatever, but I'm like, that's the fucking dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're like just an asshole and you're like, all right, well. That burnt it for me, and I don't even want to look at it. So I just avoid, like, you know, kind of getting into it with them, and and I hope that when I do run into them or I'm exposed to them, that that it's something that, which it won't always be, something that be uh, pleasant to me in a sense, something yeah. that be uh, inspiring. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, I don't know, so many different routes to go through with that. So when did you? How long did you keep painting? I've been, I've painted. You still do now. Act, yeah, I still actively paint. Um, I paint different from a different generation. We do things differently. You what know? do you mean? It's like we are about, it's not so much about like the let me be everywhere game. You know what I mean? It was about skill and style and like, you know, making things that were like generally dope. Yeah. Flexing on people, but the, like the talent, you know, of like what we could do under pressure. You know what I mean? And because it, it, we want you to want to keep it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want it to be gone. Um, and even in the sense of like traditional, like graffiti, you know what I mean? Like we were like very specific about where we put things. It wasn't to damage anything or assault anybody. Like that wasn't my intention personally. I was just doing my thing. I, I enjoy it. You know what I mean? It gets me on my head. Like you said, like I had a rough, it keep me, keeps me, it gets something for me to do that's positive, mm-hmm. you know? Well, do some people do graffiti with negative intentions? Yeah, like there's like a lot of different intentions, kind of just like with anything. You got those people that are like, they're part, you know, they're like, fuck you. They just want to write fuck you on the wall. Yeah. You know, or some hateful ass shit. You know what I mean? And then you got like people who are out there writing like, I don't know if you're here. There's a point where someone was writing hope so and I love you all over the place. I remember I love you. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. You know, even though it was crappy and it would be like all over some like parts of Southeast Industrial, you'd be like, jeez. Took up the whole space with that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But like, you got to learn to appreciate that. That's like someone's trying to put something out there, and you know, I don't care for the hateful shit, but um, I do appreciate it in a way. I kind of, I appreciate all of graffiti in some sense. It's like a freedom, some type of freedom that I see. Um, but at the same time, it can become something else to other people. You know what I mean? And I try to look at it in a very well-rounded way that. I try and involve everyone in my mind. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's not because I think everyone's going to care. I want everyone to see it. I just, it is for who it's for and who wants to see it and who, 
with the people that are trying to keep their stuff a certain way or like you know i don't want to fuck their shit up yeah you know they didn't do nothing to me mm-hmm. you know what i mean then then there's other people that have done shit to me i'll fuck their shit up you know <laughs> <laughs> but it's like eye for an eye you know what i mean like and that's not the best way to be that's not the way to do it you know what i mean but and like i said i had a lot of, gone through a lot to learn not to be that way mm-hmm. um and that's important to me to be kind and like to be, you know, to try and get to motivate that right now with all the stuff we have going on. Yeah. Because it's so bad. And with even the groups, you know, whether we get along or not, um, there's a lot of infighting within those groups. And that all defeats all the purposes of what everyone's trying to do. You're talking about different groups within Portland? that Or anywhere, yeah. Just okay. like all the groups. Like you see us so much just in infighting within them now. And I'm just speaking from my perspective. That's what it seems like. And so almost it's like anyone on your team will almost turn on you. Yeah. You know, so it becomes scary because uh, you're on your own. You can't really do anything. You can't you can't go spend a bunch of money and save a bunch of people. You can't go do specific things. And say, like you literally have to just do your one thing at a time and be good to whoever, you know, is in your vicinity. Yeah. In a sense, as much as a shithead I could be and as crazy as I could seem at times. Like it's like my general thing is like just a good I just like, you know, now I just want to see good and good people and shit. And it's better for everybody. It is. It is. Or at least, you know, when those people that are drowning in it, at least they got us. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of, we'll be there. Yeah. So so when did you start using? Oh, I started early, early. Like I started smoking at seven. Oh, sorry. I wasn't talking about that, but we can oh. go there if you oh, want. Oh, what are you talking about? Using spray paint? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was be like, it's drugs or spray paint. It's one of the two. Um, spray paint, though, it was like literally like. 13 14 started trying stuff and it never stopped from there i've never really had a break this is kind of like the longest i've gone taking a break and that's because i've gone through a lot of life stuff in the last little bit like really like getting my mother here and you know doing a lot of like personal personal stuff that helps me get myself back focused like where i want to be you know what i mean to where we can produce the things that that we want to produce and and so you haven't been doing any art recently? I've been doing constant. Yeah, it's constant. But it's a lot of work. It's just more jobs. And then sometimes they're just coming in so fast. People need things done. I'll just go in there and blast pieces, yeah. you know, have a great time. And, like, these people are getting things that are stuff that I normally do on my own. So um, I have a lot of fun. And I appreciate every single person that has, like, given me the opportunity just to do what I do. You know, they don't. They really give me a lot of creative freedom. Most of the time I won't take it if I don't. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I'm not going to be miserable doing that. I've been miserable long enough. I don't care about money. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a cool thing about art. And if you decide at some point that you're willing to uh, part with it for money, because, I mean, everybody's got to make money somehow yeah, to live. 100%. And I don't see anything wrong with selling your art no, or selling your music or anything all, like that. Not at all. And it, But it can create a stress. You know what yeah. I mean? If you're solely making things for money, yeah. um eventually you're just like trying to think you're like forcing it's like take the emotion out of it yeah you know what i mean like you know what people like you you have a formula you're you know your market like i'm trying not to care about my market i love them i appreciate them but like it's a it's about like uh like kind of what i want to make you know what i mean and the things i'm producing and and if you want it you want it and if you don't you don't like i find other ways to make money i always have and so it's like I just appreciate doing art. So I try and find a way while making the money to still enjoy it, to still appreciate it and give everybody something special and still try and tie things in that, you know, they want in with it and things that represent things to them. And so it is kind of, you know, I love being in tune with people once again, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? With the art thing, but it is very personal to me and I've given a lot of my energy to a lot of people, a lot of companies, a lot of things like that to where, uh, I just learned that sometimes it makes me more miserable than anything, you know? Well, yeah, and I guess if you get hired to do something, you can't really just stop in the middle and be like, fuck you guys. No, (laughs) no. Unless I'm getting treated bad, I don't. I'll follow through. You know what I mean? Like, that's my thing is I like to be reliable. I like to to, uh, deliver. Yeah. You know, it's been like my my thing for a long time. Well, so going back, so you started started spray painting at 13 Mm -hmm. and – I mean, obviously, you've probably learned a million things, but what mm-hmm. what did you do then? How did you approach it compared to now? Like, what 
what did it take for you to get to where you are? Uh, well, like a lot of people laugh because it was like a lot of drawing in between the painting, like figuring out what I wanted to execute and like where I wanted to execute it. You know what I mean? I really not trying to impress like the the every random person. You know what I mean? It's just like there was like a focus. Now it's like a, there's so much and I can just kind of go do whatever. And I have such a good formula. It's like free, but you can't get too comfortable. You have to be, you know, still keep your feet on the ground, even though it's exciting. Like with the pandemic, you know, you have all the pandemic writers, the pandemic graffiti that came, you know, you got a lot of kids that were bored and their friends painted and they were like, that was, that's fun. You know, and they went out and <laughs> they're like, this is a new thing. And the internet's blown up on the internet. So kind of what was sacred to us and what was precious to us isn't really like that anymore. And I don't think it really ever was. I think it just felt like that to me until it got so big to now it's just surrounding everything. And so I move quieter. It's not, I don't want to be friends with them anymore. We used to be like clicked up, mm -hmm. but. So it definitely, the, the amount within Portland grew in the last two years, right? Oh, ridiculously. Yeah. Ridiculously. Yeah. And so you think that is mainly because people didn't have anything to do? No one has an outlet. Everyone wants to be, you know, doing something. And then, you know, especially now, like the street thing and people being, you know, like money and jewelry and cars and being a, like a G, you know what I mean? Like being a gangster, you know what I mean? Like I'm street. <clears throat> yeah. I love that. No, it's like, <laughs> so like, there's a lot of people that want to be that, be that rugged, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and not to say I'm like a rugged person, but coming from like a place of where it's been pretty rough, like, I don't want that. Like, you know what I mean? I, I honestly, I think that anyone that really is coming from that don't want to be around that. And they're trying to improve their lives. It's not like watching all these people who are kind of being like, this is an image thing. It's an aesthetic, you know what I mean? And so they're going out and getting hurt, portraying that, getting themselves into things, just kind of like mocking like all, all kind of what's happening with graffiti because it's no longer about like the letters, you know, it's kind of like a portion of it is. It's not about like um, impressing yourself or anything like that. It's like, let me show everybody else and I don't give a fuck. Let me show you how much I don't give a fuck mm -hmm. and um, just how crazy I am or all, you know, climb this, climb that. Um, well, it seems like it's one of those things, like most things, I guess, where you have to do it a lot to get good at it. Very much so. And if you... If you have you, to do it the right way to get good at it, though. You can't just, like, go out there and just be, like, spraying and hope that you're going to get better. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, like, have, like... You have to have influences and, like, see what certain people are doing. Like, if that's if that's what you're trying to do, it, like, to get good, like, you have to work at it. It's really hard. I've dedicated pretty much my entire life like to it and people don't even know that you know what i mean like but and i don't go around telling people that but it's like my entire life i have what like i've had like a handful of jobs man yeah i come from a super you know poor background and then it's like i don't care about money like i was like literally concerned with that made me happy i would just pursue it 24 7 and aside of that i'd be drawing and then i got introduced to art so then i was doing canvases and then getting commissions on top of that. And so not only am I practicing, but I'm doing it 24-7 for job, hobby, fun, play, everything. I feel like the most boring person in the entire universe because that's all like my life's consumed with. <laughs> no, no, dude, it's good. It's the, it is the direction you expect people to go when they say they want to be an artist or they want to do something creative. Like you have to do it all the time. Like mm -hmm. one of my kids will be like, oh, I want to be a professional soccer player. And I'm like... Get you should it. be playing soccer right now. It. You have to do yep. it all the time, man. Yep. That's the only way you get good yep. at something is to just constantly do it. It's the truth. Yeah. And, and think about it. Yeah. yeah. You have to breathe that. You have to want, but you know, the most important thing is you have to want it and for the right reason. Yeah. You know, because you can put a lot of time into something that you want to be and then all of a sudden realize that you want to be that. And <laughs> restart, restart. Yeah. Well, it. yeah. Sometimes. I mean, I should not attempt to be a professional basketball player. That's not going to work out well. You yeah, know? me too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you got to you gotta kind of fit in a mold in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And then you got to have that dedication and the ambition. And then you just got to do it. Like finding your lane is a whole different thing. It's yeah. a whole other part of it. Yeah. You know? And honestly, not until I've gotten – I was having so much time or so much fun that time in my life that I didn't know what it was building. So if that says anything to anybody, if you can like immerse yourself in 
to the enjoyment and to how much you love that. Like, I'm not, I, like, I'm not, like, a, the best, but I can do anything I want. You know what I mean? If I really want to do something, I can do it as with, with art. And I, and I cannot do it for months. I cannot, you know, practice or do anything. And I can still just pop the shit out for some reason. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, what do I want to do? <clears throat> and so it's like what makes me generally happy. And that's why I'm like, I love it when I just see people doing their thing. Whether, you know, they're in it long or short. Uh, the things that get produced through all those different stages are important. And it's funny little, like, things to all those. So when did you become the earwig? Uh, probably around 2002, I think. 2001, 2002. 20 years. Yeah. It's been a long time. And do you want to talk about how that came about? Um, Like the name? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I had, I had like a really crappy uh, tweaker stepdad at a point in time. He's super mean to me. He used to just beat the crap out of me all the time. I was the only one that he'd really pick on. And so uh, he'd watch movies with me. Like, for instance, like we watched like Kung Fu one day and I stayed home from school. And then like all of a sudden he, um, after we're done watching this shit, I was like playing toys. You know what I mean? I was like five, six, something like that, seven, something like that. And uh, he was like, you know, come look at this. And, you know, as an adult, you think about it and you're like, oh, weird. You know, this drug addict dude's calling me into this back room. It's dark, you know, in the house. He's like, come here, I'm going to show you something. So I like walk back there, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, yeah, you know, it's an adult. You're like, you look up to them in some way. You're like, okay, yeah, he's going to show me something cool, you know? And it gets in there and he stands me against the wall and he's like, here, stand right here. And then like, he just like stood in front of me and then like roundhouse to me in the head. You know what I mean? Like kicked me in the head and I flew into the wall and then he just like walked out of the room like it was nothing. And then, I mean, that continued for like, a little while that continued for like at least a year like of that kind of stuff and then at one point i watched the Beastmaster with him and then he like i don't know if you've seen the Beastmaster. Mm -mm. so there's this point where they like catch this guy and they like put him down on this table right and they put an earwig in his ear and it eats his brain and go crazy you know what i mean mm -hmm. so this dude we had irrigation in our backyard he put me down in a irrigation like and, you know mind you like my mom you know she's the most loving woman uh she was not around when these things were happening, I was a very quiet kid. I did not talk. I did not talk about any of the stuff um, as it happened or when it happened. I didn't really think I really showed emotion about it. I was very um, to myself, mm -hmm. as I still am. And um, so eventually I'm sitting out there playing toys in the irrigation, you know, just kind of on my knees playing in the water. And all of a sudden my head slams down into the water and he's holding my head underwater. And then he like goes to cram this thing in my ear and I can feel it crawl across my face. And then I can, as I'm like freaking out, you know, I was like young, it's like, you know, six, seven, something like that. Eight. Yeah. It's Dude, crazy, man. I don't know what fucking inspires somebody to do something like that. Uh, uh, hate for other people, you know, they're not happy themselves and they're, they have their own issues. You know what I mean? They have like, so like I had to learn that, you know, do a lot of therapy and things like that, that there is like, that's not my problem. Yeah. That was not my problem. He had a, he had a problem with like other people and he was like taking that out on me most of the time. Yeah. And so, but eventually I learned to like get older, you know, I got yeah. older and I was like, oh, fuck. yeah, I don't even have to say, you already know. You so know you, I mean? you, you took all those shitty, horrible experiences and turned them into, into something art. creative. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it was to me is because I'll never forget that. I'll never forget the fear of not having a control and someone so big just had all control over me. You know what I mean? And like by chance, that thing ran out of my ear and like I saw it. You know what I mean? That's how I knew that's what that was. That's what the name came from. Mm -hmm. What's the 22? Uh, 22 is like, you know, it's the I was a day of the month I was born on. And then uh, when I was 22 years old, I had a like I had a I was kind of in the midst of a drug habit like a heavy drug habit and my lungs collapsed and so i ended up in the hospital and this is like, like a life-changing event like i was supposed to go out to california and paint with some people that i really loved you know what i mean their work and it as soon as i wasn't able to make it they were like no we can't contract void everything all because i was deciding to live a certain way i couldn't my body just shut down huh. at the time that i needed it most <laughs> so is that when you quit uh kind of that's when i started quitting and then I, I i think i was completely done by 25 when my daughter was going to be born mm -hmm. um and that's when i decided to 
clean up my act, kind of say. It took a long time. I did about 10 years, 10 years sober. After that, then I had a relapse. So, um, just had a lot of other problems, made some big changes and stuff. I have a lot of weird traumas and stuff. So I get triggered sometimes with things. And um, yeah, sent me to a spiral. And I actually had a relapse. And I'm actually like, what, two years, a little over two years now. Mm-hmm. Sober again, California sober, we'll say. <laughs> yeah, you were saying that, that earlier. One thing that keeps me uh, happy and <laughs> sleepy and eating. And you know what I mean? I'm like, Keeps me a little less stressed, you know what I mean? I wish I could drink. I'll have like a drink like once a month maybe. Mm-hmm. I'll like a shot in the beer. But other than that, I just like to keep it. But I don't crave any of that shit, you know what I mean? I'm actually really happy with how I feel and feel much better. And It's cool, man. My brain. My brain works. Mm-hmm. It's not firing off some. Not firing off something. So you said 20. Uh, sorry. No, go ahead. I said uh, you said 22 and you had the contract, but then they, they nixed it. When did you start yeah. getting paid for work? Uh, I've been getting paid probably since about 18, 19. Like people just started paying me for random stuff. Like even my first tattoos, like is like, I think they were like 17 years old. This weird dude at a shop was like, can you please paint the Terminator inside of my place? And I was like, sure. Inside his house? No, inside his tattoo shop. Uh, and so I was like, all right. And I was like, well, you, uh, he was like, I'll trade you for this. Cause at that point I wasn't really aware of that. I could get things for it. And then he was like, I'll trade you a tattoo for for the Terminator head. And I was like, all right. So I did this big old Terminator head and some other stuff. And next thing you know, I got tattoos and I'm showing up and they're terrible. They're the worst. <laughs> Best decision I've made ever. I still got them. I'm not, cover- I'm not covering them up. I'm just keeping them. Yeah, dude, that's the other thing. I equate tattooing as an art to, to tagging or to spray mm-hmm. painting because- They kind of go hand in you, hand. You have to- do them to get better. And uh, there's this guy in in the town that I grew up in, and mm-hmm. he started by doing all our friends and stuff. Yeah, that's how you do it. And they weren't great, but he got poking. better. Yep. Yeah, you just stab a dude. That's all you got to do. Just start it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything starts like that. Yeah, dude. One poke at a time. So you were doing stuff in Mesa, mm-hmm. and did you you continued hanging out there and and doing work? I did for a while. I got I got stuck there because of my my. Drug habit, if you could say that. I Like when I would travel, I would only leave for a very short period of time. I would come back. It was really hard on me yeah. to go back and forth. So I mainly tried to make all my work happen where I was. Yeah. And so we got in with a lot of weird people. You know what I mean? We got we got in with a lot of weird people and a lot of like rich Scottsdale people. And you know what I mean? And weird things happen. And you're just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> you, you mean like they were your friends or you were doing work for them and no, getting paid? They wanted us to like, they were like, I guess they saw something in us and they tried to like collect us like as a bunch of younger people. You know what I mean? So um, it seemed like they were like waiting for us to produce something that they could sell. So they gave us all this space and give us all this stuff for free. And we would just be like, all right, we didn't even think anything of it. We're like, what? Hell Yeah. <laughs> free drugs and alcohol and everything. Like I can paint here whenever I want and all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? I was did, like, and did like, they yeah. own what you produced? No, no. We would just keep it. Okay. We wouldn't even bring it to them. So they started getting frustrated, <laughs> you know, we like fucked the property up, but we would be like, I'm keeping everything. And I would sell everything on my own anyway. So if I had it, like someone I know would buy it first. Yeah. And, or somebody that I know, no, like, and I did a lot of like, what do you call it? like live painting for a little bit for one of my friends. He had like an event that he did called the Blunt Club. Adam Dumper, he's a cool dude. He did a lot. He's done a lot. You know, he's an amazing individual. He he has done so much. I mean, people don't even know. Um, But he would let me paint at these events live. So a lot of people just in the scene started recognizing me and seeing me and they liked my pieces and liked my stuff. So it's not... It wasn't anything to do with being popular. It was just like, you know, people became aware that you were around and they liked your stuff. So it was like... I was luckily one of those people that a lot of people came to. And so how and why did they like your stuff? Because of your style? I don't know. I Like I did a lot of like depressing work for a little while. Like it was really like I was going through a lot. And so it was like real emotional. It was real. But at the same time, it was hardcore graffiti. Yeah. So it was like some like on some like Lil Peep vibe kind of before Lil Peep kind of. And that's um, it's just emo. Yeah. Emo, hardcore graffiti. Like, I'm sad, but I'll punch you in the face. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm just angry at everything for, yeah. at one point. But, yeah. 
That's good, man. It, uh, I mean, that's necessary. If you got things going on, you got to find a way yeah. to get them out. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. So as that's changed, as, as like, because things pulled me away from that, from art, kind of doing creative-ish art, like more like speaking with my emotions and stuff in like a character sense, um, almost into where it turned just straight into graffiti and was like, this is all just coming out into my pieces, which people don't get that as much. So unless you're a part of the community or you understand graffiti, those are the only people then who were buying it. You know what I mean? And or I other artists. Uh, yeah. Either other artists or fans yeah. of that, of that genre. Yeah. So now I'm not getting so like with the emotional art, like type you could call it. I don't know what the hell to call it, but um, with my characters and stuff, there's a lot more. It's, it's got a, bigger market of people that that appreciate it because they're like oh you know the character's eyes or the emotion on the face or i love the heart or you know the colors or it's just easier to digest a character with those letters that we do it's like have fun if you don't know like have fun figure i mean you can be like it looks cool but like i bet you like it's gonna be really hard for you to figure out actually what's going on mm -hmm. you know and you're talking about some of your recent stuff yeah yeah i was i was looking mm -hmm. at it and i i couldn't tell what yeah. it said either very hard to figure out to somebody who doesn't do it you know it's a kind of i like it like that it's like a thing i i don't want anyone to really care about who i am i just want it to be what it is and you recognize it for what it is you could almost be like the same person did that I it's bet. very it's very I distinctive so well and dude that's how i found out about you i was just on uh portland reddit mm-hmm and they're like, yeah, that's the earwig. And I was like, who's that? And that's, yeah. I looked you up on Instagram. <laughs> that's and me. Yeah, man. You're, uh, that's me. I try to be good to my community and they're yeah. very good to me. Uh -huh. You know, even though that the genre of art that I'm in is not the most, um, it's not viewed it as the most great thing right now. You know what I mean? But that's where we all come from. That, that like, okay, if we can step into the subject of quality. Yeah. I was just thinking, let's go there. So, um, Number one, I try to remember that everyone has to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then for any of this to get better, we have to embrace it in some kind of sense. And I understand the problems it's causing and I understand the money and all that kind of stuff that everyone's talking about. I've been listening to that for years and people talk about that. And sometimes it's excessive and, and there's a there's a reality there that's kind of like exacerbated as far as like what it takes to clean it up, you know, unless like, you know, different with historical buildings and things like that. But um. And like the charges and things that come along with that when you get in trouble for those things or that used to happen. I don't know, you know, like there's got to be some way. I mean, because it basically became like a thing that I feel like is tolerated to the point where it is almost legal now because anyone can go do anything. Our crime is so crazy right now and everything's going crazy. Like, you know, like with elections, I guarantee you that they're going to pick graffiti because they can't do anything about guns. They can't do anything about crime. They can't do anything about the drugs. I mean, almost it's like, is it too coincidental that all that happened at once? You know what I mean? So, and I'm not even getting into that shit. I don't even care because it's happening. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm just going to like keep my own thoughts in my head. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you know, whoever wants to be messy can be messy. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be smart, you can be smart and everyone can clown on whoever for whoever's not out there, you know, but it's well, like. It, it seems to me that you could go one of two directions. You mm -hmm. either pay someone good mm -hmm. like you mm -hmm. who has street cred to mm -hmm. do something. And then in my opinion, or in my mind, it seems like if somebody else came over and put something on top of yours, mm -hmm. everybody in the community would be pissed, right? Oh yeah, I'll just get at them. I don't even care about the community then at that point, I'm just gonna take care of it. Cause I don't care, that's the difference between me and some corporation or some other people. I can deal with it on my own and I will. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the part is that people like are so used to people here in Portland being soft, I'm not from here. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I'm not here to cause a problem, but if you wanna cause a problem with me, I'm like happily get into it with you because I have yeah. more than enough time. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Well, okay, so you can either. So I'll get it then, but I, ha I get happy that the community gets frustrated on my behalf because like what I'm trying to provide them is is some kind of beauty and inspiration and like make them feel good. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help what we all live in be something. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because I mean, there's a lot of graffiti in Portland and some of it's really good. Yeah, and some of it's- And some of it's bad. And the, I drive on 84 to work every day. You see the best of the best. <laughs> you see the whole world there's right there. There's some decent stuff. There's there some really is. shitty stuff. There is. But you know the Target building that mm -hmm. used to be the bowling alley? Yep. Somebody goes back there and puts it's, some awful shit yeah. and then Target will paint over it. Yep. And then a week later it gets- It's a war. It's like Office Max. Like we went and took over Office Max because it looked terrible. Yeah. I even went in there and talked to the manager dude. I was like, hey, 
I was like, yo, I was like, it's just like burn spots and no one's doing anything. And I, in my mind, I'm like, I don't care about the graffiti in general. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of like it. But the fact that it's like burned and like not being used and I feel I see like potential there. I'm like, and there's this rule in graffiti. If you, can, if you can't burn it, don't go over it. Like, which is if you can't do better, don't attempt. Yeah. So in this case, like, I'm just like, you know, no disrespect or whatever, but like, maybe I'm going to help you step it up and I'm going to do something over over everything that's crap in my mind in, in my opinion it's less effort um and more like the fuck you statement mm -hmm. like i'm i don't care and this is how we do and da, da 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 it's like i'm literally like trying to do this shit so that uh i can burn you know what i mean i'm like following these rules these older rules from the generation i come from mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i still have respect for some of those people that are out there putting that work in the street i do have a lot of respect for it but it's getting like a little too like careless it's getting a little too like no one cares. You know what I mean? And and I don't know who's trying to get better and how they're trying to get better. And I really only think like everyone else, I could just sit back and watch and see who kind of comes out of it. You know what I mean? And that's what we hope for is that maybe by chance all these kids get better. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. the city is covered in some dope. This would be the most colorful city ever mm -hmm. in multiple ways. But there's always going to be those new starters and the newcomers. And it's always going to be – so we're always going to have this crap part. You know what I mean? That's happening. Well, that's what I was getting at. In my opinion – or in my mind, it seems like there's two directions. You either let people do it and and pay good people like yourself to mm -hmm. do it, mm -hmm. or you ban it and you stop yeah. selling spray paint. Which then also turns into now it's a game to certain people to come here and do that. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? People so are still going to do so it. It's like you got to think that's like anything video games. It's like the challenge of a video game. It's like tell someone no, they're going to be like, oh, really? Yeah. That's always how it works. It's, yeah. it's, it's like finding a way to embrace all that somehow. And I don't know how, if that's even possible. You know what I mean? Like to where it's like, it's like kind of a – I feel like if a lot of those kids were being mentored kind of by older writers, you know, as we do, as we do in on my team, you know, uh, we uh, will take youngers and, you know, but we kind of pick them by person. You know what I mean? Like what kind of qualities do you have as a person? Like respectful, you know what I mean? Like we all have that I don't give a shit and we, it, we all do, but we all expect each other to be like – Take care of your brother and your sister, mm -hmm. you know, your, like care a, of your family. It's like an apprenticeship. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so it's just about being good. You know, you could leave us in 10 years and we'll just be proud that you're doing good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Even if it ends on bad terms, the point is, is leaving you better than you came in and leaving you with an understanding. And that's what a lot of our generation, I don't think, did was mentor a lot of the kids because you see these kids and they're like, idiot. It's just like us when we're young. It's like, you're an idiot. I don't, you're not smart enough to hold the can and go run around, dude. I ain't not, I'm not going with you. And plus you're underage. No, <laughs> this is just not happening. I don't need that heat. Yeah. yeah. Like if I get, like I'm getting it all. I'm going, I'm going for all this. And this all goes on my, no one thinks about like the, the long haul. Everyone's like, oh yeah. Like I, you know, went to jail. Like I did this and that. And I'm like, dude, you're going to have a real hard time finding somewhere to live. You know what I mean? Like it gets there's if it affects other things, and I, I think a lot of people forget about it. Like I don't care, literally, I'll I'll figure it out. Like, man, take it from someone who did that. Like it does not that is not the road. Maybe you might get it easy. Someone will hand you some money, or you around somebody with like extra money that might help you cover that up a little bit. But well, so if Target paid you X amount of money to put some um, huge mural on the back of their building, if it was graffiti oriented, graffiti oriented. Probably would, but those corporations, like, honestly, like, those, like, if anyone's going after anything, I'd rather them go after that than the local stuff, than the mom and pop shops and the local liquor stores or the local stores or anything of that. Because those people have the, the, you know, insurance and things for that. Not that I, that's none of my thing. So you're saying you'd rather do it on a mom and pop than no, no, Target? No, I'd rather fuck Target up. And then leave the mom and pops and give mom and pops good stuff. Oh, uh, I see. You know what I mean? Like take care but of that's, them. But that's what I'm saying, man. If and you if you did the back of Target, mm -hmm. then nobody would fuck with it and it would just look good. Yeah. But then you're going to have those people that are like, uh. But you know what the thing is? It's like a deal like I would try to make with those people. I'd be like, just let it be open for us. You know what I mean? We'll change it. Let, let other people on it. Like I don't want it to be just me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Forever. Like pff, I'll drive up and down the freeway and like look at myself in the mirror. Ugh. Well, yeah, you know what I mean, but it's like that's how I kind of wanted though. I wanted, I would, I would hope that it would be open to people, and that's what I'm trying to express to certain people is that if you allow everybody a little piece of this, it'll kind of like change that hate toward because there's a there's a whole thing going on right now. It's like fuck, 
fuck murals. Really? Do you notice that around here? Like people just be bashing the mural. Like it's like, all right. And it's not always because the person's a bad person. It's just they're like anti-mural. You got paid for this or you're an art student or you're whatever. And it's just like this this kind of like amateur like way to look at things. I mean, you can look at it like, oh, I'm an anarchist or like I'm a, this is my view on it. I'm like, so many of those things that I'm hearing right now are contradicting themselves. And I'm like, it's just doing no good for anything that's happening here yeah. at all. Yeah. You know, and I'm nobody to say anything. That's my opinion personally. Like everyone else can have their own way of thinking about it. But that's what's kind of like, it's not doing any good. And, and everyone's going to like have, have a repercussion from this. And I don't think anyone remember, like people haven't gotten busted, obviously. That's one thing you you can tell. There's people that haven't been in trouble with the law. There's people that haven't um, dealt with that kind of stress. And they're just out there like, and posting on Instagram. You know, it's like, and there's no effort to make these, make anything that's happening in your area any type of better. It's really just like the anger from everything that's happening, which I don't blame people because it's frustrating. Well, you from know? a legal standpoint, is it illegal to spray paint the side of a building? Can you get arrested for that? You can. You can? So these people- Right now here specifically, they won't specifically go after you. They might come to you right now and ticket you, but I'm pretty sure something down the line will happen to you or they'll investigate you or do- Who's going to leave that alone, especially if you if they see what they wrote and they documented it and you have a tendency to be everywhere? Well, yeah, that's the thing. You're causing if, massive damage. If if you spray paint something and then you post it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's paint. But I mean, I guess unless you, you like take a picture of yourself actually doing it, they couldn't really prove that you did. No, they can't. I guess you're just showing that you viewed art. It's just yeah, everybody knows you of, did it. Yeah, it's just, it's just like a... It's just a weird game to play. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things that like when we post things, it's like post something cool. Don't post the fact that it's that you fucked something up. You know what I mean? Like focus on the bees. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And if that back, if that building is part of your piece and you have a specific and it's just like a dope shot and a dope. I appreciate certain things about it, you know, but they're saying I, I worry about people because I want to see it for a long time. I want to see it happening. I want to see it be good. I want to see it like be what it is. Well, you know? Do you have, and you don't have to say this if you don't want to, because maybe you have future plans or something, mm -hmm. but do you have a building in mind in Portland that you wish somebody would pay you to paint? No. No? You I just do just what you do. I paint whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If I really want to do it, I'll do it. And in hopes that maybe it'll be a little more, you know, even though it always will piss somebody off, it's just like, just hopes that they'd be like, someone will see what see it for what it is and be like, I'm not trying to fuck your shit up. I'm trying to beautify shit. And, mm -hmm. But if know. it's a large piece, it's going to take you more than a couple hours, right? What's it, the most you've it, ever it spent? Days. I've taken on certain things. I've taken like three, four days. Yeah. Like if you're talking about just like non-permissible, you know what I mean? Like three, you don't want to be there too long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but most of the time it's like an in and out. You practice, you get good, you're fast. So you do know? you do you practice at home, like in a warehouse or in a garage or anything? Just, Everything you do, just, it can be viewed. I just draw. Yeah, yeah, I draw a lot. I paint a lot. And then I spray paint a lot, like of pieces. And I do a lot of murals. I do what we are cool. Uh, my favorite thing to do right now is old school style productions, like graffiti productions, which are multiple people with color background, characters. Like a, It's like almost a theme, but my I don't like themes, like specific themes. Like you could be like, oh, Batman themed. Or any of that. I don't like any of that. If I did, I did do one recently. It was like Ninja Turtles, but I only did like Bebop and Rocksteady and then just very small hints of that and then just colored everything accordingly and uh, made it a sewer background. <laughs> nice. So it's like, it's just about creating something cool and imaginary for people around. And like, maybe it gets kids going like me, you know, that whatever that guy drew on that wall back there with that character with his mouth open pointing at the ground and all that graffiti, like this, what happened is me. I'm a product of that, like 100%. Like it had such an impact on me that I love graffiti in every form. And I love that there's so much. I just wish that the community of people could understand more and together. I don't know how that you can't do that really. I think it's, you know, almost feels impossible. Well, that's the other thing that I just thought of as you were talking is part of the allure is that you're not supposed to do it. Yeah. So if somebody comes to you and offers to pay you and everyone knows you're, then it takes part of it out, doesn't it? Um, it makes it weird. It doesn't have the same feeling. Yeah. For me, it doesn't kill it because I'm always still painting. You know what I mean? Like legal or illegal, I'm painting. 
You know what I mean? I, I love it. Like, yeah. that's why it was illegal for a while, because I didn't have anyone that would give me a chance to go paint. So I'd go find tunnels. I'd go find places that I could stay two, three hours to paint and, like, then come back down and put one right next to it. Put mm-hmm. one right next to it. I'd be practicing my outlines, practicing my colors, practicing trying not to bother anybody. Uh, you know, but then someone see me, I mean, they're going to go to jail. I could go to prison. I'm going to be charged so much money. They're going to punish me for for being creative, for that being my outlet. You know, even that's why I get so upset with the way that everything's made out to be. Because I'm like, it's paint. It's paint. There needs to be a different way to be figured this. They need to figure this out. You know what I mean? They're And they're all ahead. These people are smarter than this. <laughs> I, and if you're not, then you shouldn't fucking be there. Period. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so... But like I said, time's changing, everything's changing, everything's kind of going like forward and backwards. We're just kind of watching it be like on a ship, you know, a marble on a ship. It's just like, whoa, which way is it going to go? <laughs> well, I think Portland's so fucked up right now, they don't have time to pay attention to people spray painting buildings. I love that. I love that. But they're going to come back to it and it's election season. So what they're going to do is they're going to be like, put somebody on the news and be like, look at we and, and clean up a couple walls and use us as the scapegoat, the easy scapegoat, because the low hanging, hanging fruit is the easiest mm-hmm. to make the sale on. You know what I mean? Like it was just right there. You know what I mean? And so and like you said, these kids are just out there having fun. You know, they're like catching a couple beers and walking around or, you know, and or whatever you know ditching their parents for the night you know what i mean and it's like they're just running around having fun and it's just getting out of hand yeah at this point and that's why i said it's important to just people be like kind of like don't make a big fucking deal out of it and it won't you know take the taboo out of this shit please i just want it to be like (laughs) you know because because that's what's happening right now everyone's like oh yeah it's like dude it's not good. It's all sucky. <laughs> Everything sucks. Like your writing sucks. It's like you need to sucky. practice. You don't get better by just doing your same crap over and over. You have to have like someone like show you. You have to be like outwardly influenced by something. It could be art. It could be a cereal box. It could be like anything. It could be graffiti itself. Like I try to look outside of graffiti now uh-huh. for influence because it's like you, the same thing just keep happening. It's not a, it's not a um, old thing. You know what I mean? It's uh, but the thing is, where it stopped. It stopped progressing right now. It's just people are really technical. Yeah. Do you know much about the history? When did people start doing it? Oh, it's been going on, I think, forever. You know what I mean? But hip hop graffiti, I think, is like you know mid. It started to come about like mid seventies or like you know late seventies, eighties. Mm-hmm. But before that, they were all like smoking dust and listening to like Black Sabbath, and there well, it has nothing to do with hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and you know then, because that was happening then, that it was happening before. It was happening. Someone else was doing it. And I don't know which specific place it was, like, heavier at or where it specifically actually started. There's huge arguments about that. But I don't well, even know. it's got to be somewhat tied to when spray paint became a product. Oh, of course. But even if you think about before that, they were, like, in California, the like, the shoeshine boys and them. They were using brushes. They were using, like, their, you know, the, the polished you know, I can't, I'm trying to blank on the name, but they were using that ink, you know, to but draw that, that out. But that's different than spray paint, right? Yeah. But they were still doing the same kind of marking the same names. Gotcha. They were doing it stylized names. They made sure that they were taking pride in, in their letters. You know, it represented something to them. It was mm-hmm. like a skill. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just like such a, I think a natural thing really that it's just kind of now has the name that we have it as and, and, uh. Well, when I reached out to you and I, I think I used the word graffiti mm-hmm. and after I said that, I was like, fuck, maybe I'm not supposed to call it that. No, it's what it is. It's what it is. You know what I mean? Okay. It's not street art. Okay. I don't do street art. Um, it's like one of those things that like, um, no, it's perfect. Like, like tagging and stuff like those are weird words. You know what I mean? Taggers, tagging. <laughs> we just be like, right. We just like writers. They wrote all over my shit. Okay. So <laughs> that's that's what you say is writer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So and but and so then there's like writers and vandals and then there's like style writers, which I think I'm a style writer. But I'm like naturally I hate to, you know, just like I'm naturally a vandal. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. um but people are so like, uh by those words, you know what I mean? But it's like something you gotta think about as true spirit. Like I have drive. Like I have like a I have like a thing, you know what I mean? So I'm just like it's but the the intention behind mine is so much I think my own personal thing that 
you can't put that on anyone else and expect anyone else to kind of follow that same yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Well, so going back, you said that you were not trained or taught or anything. You kind of did everything yourself. And you mm -hmm. said that you learned color theory through painting, through painting as well. Mm -hmm. So do you have specific colors that you like more than others? I love like red. I love, uh, what do you call it? Like that, um, what is it? It's like a pistachio green, like, you know, the orange, ready orange. You know what I mean? Teal. Like you'll see a lot of those green and purple. Like I like weed a lot. So it's like you see a lot of weed colors in there. California sober. Yeah. I'm like, whew, all the way. Give me the jersey. I'll sport it. I like purple too. It's a good color. It's weird how some colors just speak to you more than others. It is. And, and I, I think wonder... it's a mood thing too sometimes because I'll go through years where it's like some years it's pink. Sometimes it's orange. I'll just like fluctuate between those two. And then, but always green and purple. Huh. Always, huh. always. And okay. so you don't have to call out the brand, but you probably have a specific oh. type you get, right? Loop is like one of my favorite brands right now. I know everyone has their thing to say about it. Loop spray paint. It's like, it's awesome. So then, these, do these- Montana Black and like Montana 94, Montana Hardcore. Like I can use all, I love all of them. Rust-Oleum, um, Kills, Dollar Home Depot paint. Spray paint, you know what I mean? It's spray paint, I can use it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Do any of them manufacture with the intent of having writers use it? All of, almost all the ones that I just named, except for Rust-Oleum and like the Home Depot brands that you see there are made for us. Huh. So it's specifically geared towards us. Are they more you know expensive I mean? than the Home Depot kind? Yeah, they're like eight, you know, seven to eight. Well, here they're like seven to eight dollars a can. Uh-huh. And then if you go out of town, like it goes down to like 350 or whatever. But like I said, they have like that weird law here where they like ID you. They like take your ID and write your ID down in the thing. I'm like, well, have fun with that because that's just a lot of work. And then what? Put There's you no in some database or something? Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? But you have so many street artists and so many other people using spray paint. You're not really like, can't, you're not really singling anything out. You know, moms and dads buy this stuff for their <laughs> freaking chairs and bikes. Yeah. You know. And I love that, you know what I mean? But it's like, it's like, man, it's just such a harsh thing. It's paint. <laughs> but I can, I understand there's things that it messes up and it makes it really hard. But that's where I think people need to start, like, a, that almost tells you how smart a person is sometimes, you know, or how, like, that person has issues. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just felt the need to just be like, smack that right there. And yeah, hopefully it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> and like, hopefully it's standable. That's like what I always wait. I always like when I see them from afar, I'm like, oh man, it's going to be the same or is it going to be different? Because once you've seen them almost, you've seen them all. It yeah. feels like there's very rarely that you see ones that you're like, catch your eye and you're like, that is cool. I can appreciate how consistent the line work is on there. I can appreciate how solid that is filled in. I can appreciate their balance and you know, people are, don't care about that. They just instantly see it. And everyone needs something to be mad at these days, you know? So they're like, oh, <laughs> What did they do? I'm just like, because I remember my, like, you know, this dude in my life, Michael, he was like, um, you know, he, I remember driving up on this church and he was so mad that he's all, they graffitied the church. And I was just like looking at it and I was just all, just why, like, you can just wash it off, paint over it. <laughs> he was so upset. You know what I mean? And I understand they'd be like, they're disrespecting me. It's like that person that did that, they're probably not even thinking that. They're probably just like, oh, it's a blank space and I got a can of spray paint that I found in a garage. Let's draw something. That's most of the time what happens, you know, I'll just do it. But now because of the internet, people are like graffiti and they're like, I want to write cool like that. They'll give their try at it and they don't know how to do it. So in their mind, them just writing differently than their normal handwriting on a piece of paper is cool. Yeah. But not to us. We're just like, nope, it's garbage. You need to go home and study, you know, practice. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a different medium. It's not, it, I mean, it's physically coming out of a little tab at the end. It's completely different than using a paintbrush or drawing with a pencil. It is. It seems like it would require so much skill. It's a lot of practice. Yeah. Yes, it is a lot of practice. Um, confidence. It's a lot of practice and confidence. You know what I mean? Just like being able to just throw it and just know where it's going. Yeah. Know? Well, I mean, what if you make a mistake? Can I you just, go back over it? I can it? clean it up real quick. Can I you? try not to make mistakes. I work at not making mistakes through the process. And if I do make mistakes, it's... I improvise with, I use it in the process. So okay. it becomes part of it. It's almost like it adds to it. So in some ways you hope for mistakes. I love mistakes. They'll some they'll sometimes like change things. Yeah. You know, in certain ways that are just beautiful. Uh-huh. You know, just like life. Yeah. Like, whoa. 
really messed up, but you know where to go now, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I play music and I, I know what you mean because mm -hmm. sometimes you you don't have control over that type of stuff. It just nope. kind of happens and you're like, well, I don't know. I don't even know where that came from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it might even be just like, you know, like maybe even playing or like how you're doing a line, you know what I mean? Like you just didn't practice this one corner of this line. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? This one bottom part. And since you didn't, it's going to show. So you better like do that and then stop and then focus on how your hand's going to do that or just keep doing that thing over and over until you find out how to do it in one. You got to like adapt to it, you know, unless you're going to use it. Because if you get those kinks, you could use those kinks and it creates like a stylized thing because you had that kink and no one else is doing the kink, <laughs> you know, everyone's trying to get it perfect. <laughs> no one else is doing the kink, man. Yeah. Well, so how often do you do something and then you come by it a year to five years later and, and you're disappointed. You wish you could do it over. Always. Yeah. Like 10 minutes after you're done, <laughs> yeah. you're like, fuck this thing. Yep. I'm like, I'm over it. I don't want to see it for two weeks. And then like, after I like don't see it for a little bit, I'll come back and I'm like, oh, that's not so bad, but I could have done this. Yeah. Always, I'm sure you know that too. It's like with the music, like I could always, it could always be better. There could always be more. It could always mean more. It could always like, or it could always mean less. Yeah. You know? Really? Well, yeah. I mean, do you go back by sometimes and appreciate it on a different level? Because like sometimes, who you were yeah. in that moment? Certain days, like if it's certain days, certain memories attached to it or like, uh, or if I worked really hard for one in any way, like I do, I will sit and go smoke a joint with it and treat it like a person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're like, they're, I'm not hurt if they get written on or they get destroyed. That's just like part of it or if they disappear. But so it's like kind of being present with it and enjoying it when when you feel it and then leaving it to the rest of the world to, to enjoy or hate or do whatever they want to do with it, you know, cause that's what it's there for. It's there, it's there to provoke whatever emotion it is, you know, to provoke for anyone. Yeah. It's cool. You said that you, you said you talk to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause yeah, it yeah. kind of becomes a thing mm -hmm. once you finish it. Yeah. It's like. It's alive. Any... You put all your energy and focus in that thing. You think that thing doesn't have anything happening with it. Yeah, man. Any, any creative thing that you do it becomes something of itself because same thing with the names if you, the name you name yourself and those things i think i feel like they follow a person like so if you're young and you start and um doing stuff like there was this friend that i had he was a, <clears throat> he had a really cool name <clears throat> he made it up really young um but it was essential knowledge overcome supernatural enemies it was ecos and so that was just something that stuck with me for a long time and he's just like one of my favorite people and it's like um it's crazy because then you have other people that have you know things to their names and some of them have their real names in them you know what i mean so i can't really tell them like parts of their real names but mm -hmm. i feel like it carries an energy with it that will like you know like if your name's confusing it'll be like you're a confusing motherfucker if if, <laughs> if your name seems kind of shady and shitty you're kind of a shitty and shady motherfucker yeah. you know what i mean if you're if you have something that's positively driven, it's more likely positive. Same thing, weird's weird. It all equals the same thing. Whatever energy you put, either making or saying or doing anything you build, that's what it's gonna carry. Yeah. That's what you got, that's what you asked for. It's almost like a silent manifestation. Yeah, it, I mean, all things have energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I've, I've noticed that it does truly have effect on people and what they do. And I just sit and watch it. That's all I really like to do is just observe other stuff. I stay really to myself and quiet inside of my work. And uh, I just like to watch what goes on because I've been involved. I've been in a lot of things. And and so now it's just kind of sit back and be like. This. Do you ever go out of town to do work? Yeah. Yeah. I just came back from Newport. Um, I was working with uh, Portland Street Art Alliance. And uh, they had a client that specifically asked for me. And um I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'll do it. it sounded like a fun job. I normally um, don't like working with a lot of people or like group art groups or anything like that. But um, like they provide a lot of opportunities for a lot of artists and I get, you know, they're building their things. I've had my, we've had our issues. Um, but um, all around they're doing, I think they're trying to do something positive and they're sustaining a lot of the businesses around here from, you know, uh, helping them feel like they still can sustain and not have to go out there and have their families paint the walls and do that kind of stuff. That's what that's for, I think, you know, because they don't go around asking for walls. I know that for a fact. And, um, 
I'm more the type to be like, I want to pay anything and everything, and I'm not really money oriented. So I'll approach a lot of people. You know what I mean? I'll be like, I'll be in there like, hey, can I have your wall? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, I'm tired of. I want to leave my other ones. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then find new ones and then i'm trying to find ones right now where i can get multiple people on them and they can be like ever changing so almost even every weekend someone else can be over there <laughs> it doesn't matter if it gets fucked up or not because there's always gonna be somebody to go there and do something because everyone wants to paint every weekend everyone wants to do everyone wants to be doing it yeah whether it be legal or illegal i think that's just all of us just want to be doing it and so we'll come up with excuses and justify it in every way like fuck the government or oh, i'm creating this beautiful thing or i hate my life It'd be like, it could be all those things, you know? <laughs> it's it's what makes it fun. But mm -hmm. I think that honestly, everybody just wants to do it because it's cool. You know what I mean? And so that's- It is cool when it looks nice. Part. Yeah, it's the craziest part. And so trying to get good and make it cool takes practice. So we have to deal with all the crap yeah. in the way, you know? All right, though. It's all right. I'd rather see that than the blank. Well, but I mean, is the Portland- market stronger than new york city or la or chicago no. or no i think that it just has its own thing each place has its own thing and its own way of working and its own community and its own rules and history and people need to like you know look at the history of things like clutch clutch from around here he is like one of i think he's just such a great individual but he has a lot of artwork in southeast portland I mean, and he's just like, he's had a lot of health issues and like, I respect this man more than almost any, any of the men that I've met in my life. You know, he's been so real and so honest and in his work and with what he wants to do and his person that, um, I mean, he's in like, you know, what you could say was he's in his like sixties and, you know, who knows how long he's got, but he's just doing what he loves every day. You know, and trying to be happy every day. And then you got people out here that are, and not not to mention the building that he's painting is an 80-year-old man's building who's been here forever mm -hmm. and um, won't sell to the big corporations and stuff. And so you got all these other fuck mural guys that are going out there and wrecking his stuff. And because he came up in some like debate and people mistake him because he has so much around, they're like, what are you, some corporate, you know, commercial painter? Like, nah, he's just some like hardcore punk cowboy ass like dude like you know he is a hardcore dude and he has so much stuff around that it i would be mad too yeah this guy has stuff everywhere i wish you know i wish i was that i'm on you see me competing for that you know yeah. what i mean i'm like but i don't compete i compete i just want to add with him i i follow his footsteps like make the community beautiful i want to see all this i want to do it you well, I, I mean? think that happens with anybody as soon as they get some sort of recognition or financial security or something, then people just want to shit on them. Yeah, they do a lot of the time. It's the craziest thing. Uh, you know, it's just unhappiness, I think, within that person of being like, well, how come I'm not there? Yeah. I you know, and it's like, it's almost like you got to kind of like be empathetic to that person and be like, damn, man, like, hopefully you see it, you know, if that's, you know how some people are, I'm like, hopefully they see it, you know, eventually. And they're like, you can, and you could be, just don't focus that hateful ass energy on. Yeah. If you put that on the paper, you're going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cause that's going to turn into something, especially if you have that much in you all the time, eventually it's going to get neater and more focused. And uh, what do they call that? Uh, it's going to be like enunciated. It's gonna, your words are going to be clear, you know, but in like picture form, like everything's mm -hmm. going to get real neat and precise and your point's going to be made. Yeah. So it's like that focus is important. Mm -hmm. Do you have any other things that you hope to do? Like, I don't know, design a, a skateboard deck or something else like that? I just want to do, I want to do some really big paintings. Like I'm talking like as big as this wall, you know, like 20, 25 by like, you know, 15 or like something like that. Just like, and, and have like a really cool show. As far as like painting, I think I'm just going to continue like spray painting. Yeah. I'll just continue um, making as much as I can make um, for me and my neighborhood and where I live and, um, and for others who tend to like that. And But really it's just about doing more and, and being better and enjoying it. And so that's what I really look forward to now is being so present in what I do that um, I feel full. Yeah. You know, that's really what it's about right now is feeling full mm -hmm. and not um, not so much out there to make a point or disturb anything. <laughs> it's like, 
let's just make the things we wanted to see when we were a kid. Yeah, dude, I'm 38 years old and I don't really know what I'm doing or where I'm going, but I enjoy doing this and that's how you start. I enjoy hanging out with my kids. Yep. I enjoy that's how you start going to Europe. So I'm just, dude, I'm just, See, trying. I haven't done that. I've never, I've never left this country at all. And it's I look fun. forward to it. It's fun. But that's exactly where you start. That's how you do it is that enjoyment, like sitting there, your music, doing these podcasts, like meeting people. It gives you something. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot, you're, you're creating a platform for people to talk mm -hmm. and get to know people and maybe understand things. So like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'm sure I'll be back there because I have you marked in my thing to where I'm like, well, I'm going to watch a bunch of these. I didn't get a chance before I came here, so I didn't know what I was getting into. I was actually kind of like, <laughs> hopefully right. not things are going to here to tear me up or whatever, but I'll be like, <laughs> but I was ready for it. You know what I mean? I was going to be here and be calm and peaceful and whatever happens, happens. You know what I mean? But it was yeah. just all about... Um, you're doing your thing and I want to support people doing their thing. And if I'm out of your norm, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and hopefully you'll get more of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Life that's is short. And approach. I think, <laughs> I think, um, people should just be more focused on trying to be happy day to day. Cause the older we get, man, you just don't know how much time you have. Yeah, okay. I could, I could get hit by a car tomorrow. Yep. Like, let's just, let's hang out now and it's have like a good clutch. time. It's like clutch. I was talking about, he'd like, you know, all of a sudden have a heart attack, have a brain aneurysm. You know what I mean? Like you'd be lucky to come back. You'd be lucky to be in the position you're in right now. It's like, I always tell people like I dealt with suicide a lot and I like attempted a lot. And actually when I wasn't attempting, I actually did it more successfully than, um, like, you know, overdosing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's this point that came like, I just, I don't know, it was this it's kind of like a stupid moment where you're like, kind of like watching a VHS, you know what I mean? Like eventually you're like, you, you're like, oh God, you know, we're in the boring part of the movie or this so, I don't want to watch this so depressing. It's like, whatever. And you turn it off. What if you like, you know, you couldn't turn it back on. You want to see the rest of the movie. You want to see how it ended out. Maybe like once you got over there, if you're like any type of conscious, whatever, or if that was that or whatever, whatever you believe in. I mean, I always feel like I wanted to live this experience fully. And I didn't realize that until I have had those experiences of losing myself and losing everything. And, um, like we're here trying to build it back strong so that I can experience it in the best way I can, like fully, you know what I mean? Might be a little stone here and there, like, cause you know what I mean? But like, literally I just want to feel it. I want to enjoy it so that when I'm gone, I got whatever I, I got the most. Yeah. You know, Whatever I could get out of it, I could as far as enjoyment and experience. And maybe that all goes somewhere. I don't know. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't, who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's my time, damn it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to spend it the way I want to. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I appreciate you having me on here. Yeah, what dude. Else? I think that's a great spot to end it. Hell yeah. Thanks for coming down, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Thank you for having me.